shit but i mean uh life's been good nothing really to dwell on about when the fuck was the last episode quite a while back actually but anyway back uh latest shit going on with me i mean the reason why i picked that song was a it's kind of fucking smooth and shit pretty funny because most people turns out don't like the rain i don't understand that i love the rain i love this kind of weather and right now in socal there's this version of a storm which i mean it's not really a storm if you've ever been anywhere else in like in the world pretty much when it rains it fucking comes down this is just drizzle that keeps happening every so often so it's not that big a deal but um yeah uh that's what's been going on out here and you know i mean we need it we got a drought fuck over almost a month the karma episode where i talked about how uh some douchebag in my work got let go Anyway, so I guess I'll keep that trend going with the work discussion. But um, yeah, um, I have a another coworker of mine that uh, I know outside of work as well. At one point, I dated uh, this her supposed best friend or whatever, and uh, I'm still cool with her actually. Um, but uh, that's how I met this girl. Like I've I've seen her at work and everything. You know, I kind of knew of her. Um, and, uh, yeah, when I dated her friend for a while, like about a year, um, I would run into her a lot because like I said, they were best friends. They would party together whenever we go anywhere. She was there. She was always with some dude and not the same guy either. Like multiple. I mean, not a hate or nothing. Like she could do that, man. She, like I said, she's got a good body and stuff, uh, shitty attitude, shitty personality and everything. But, uh, body wise. Yeah. She's nice. Anyway. Um, in the beginning, she was cool, like I said, because I was dating her buddy, buddy obviously had nothing but good shit to say about me, and, um, so there was that, uh, after me and her buddy stopped messing around, because she wanted to get serious, and I told her I wasn't ready for that shit, we just casually stayed friends and fuck buddies for a while, um, skip ahead maybe two years, the girl in question that I'm talking about, the friend of my, of an ex or somebody that I dated, her older sister hits me up one day, at work, uh, me and her actually worked together, same department, same job, and all that shit, she was being real cool for a while, you know, she was, uh, she was, uh, kind of in charge on her side of the week, Ooh. sorry, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she was in charge of her side of the schedule for, like, you know, finding out who's gonna do overtime and all that stuff, like that. she started hooking me up with overtime, I thought nothing of it. I thought it was just, hey, you know, I, I show up. I don't ever complain. I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. I'm not picky about where I want to be when I do overtime. It's not like I, I'm going like other people where they call in like, well, I'll do it if I could do this easy job. You know, nah, I don't give a fuck. Put me wherever. So uh, she got cool with me that way. And uh, like most females, I'm kind of noticed uh, she didn't hit me up directly. She had her friend hit me up, like the more confident friend. 
mostly the ugly friend normally too. Anyway, so she had her uh, her buddy hit me up one day like, hey, are you seeing anybody? I was like, no, why? She's like, well, you know, just want to let you know, you know, uh, she's been asking about you. I'm like, oh yeah, really? She's like, yeah, why? Are you interested? She's like, hell yeah, why not? Like, she's really fucking cool and everything and she's actually attractive. Um, my only issue was that she had fucking kids because she was, she was married before shitty relationship, shitty dude. Uh, I think they had three kids, four kids or something like that at that point. And, uh, so that was my only real issue was like, well, fuck, when am I going to see her? You know, uh, she got to the point they she was divorced. She was single. She had been single for almost a year already. So, you know, I guess she fucking got hungry. So she hit up her buddy to hit me up. Uh, it worked out. So me and her were messing around for a bit, maybe six to eight months. She realized early on that, uh, yeah, we can have fun and shit like that, but I'm not going to settle down with her. Like, I mean, I was just going to be that guy. It's like, yeah, fucking give me a call on a weekend or whatever. You're free, but I'm not fucking coming over your house and staying the night and fucking waking up talking to kids and shit like that. I wasn't going to be that guy. So she ended up seeing another dude at our work. Cool buddy of mine and shit like that. Like, I mean, we weren't fucking friends or nothing, but he was a cool dude. Like, he's an acquaintance, work buddy and shit like that. Um... He was cool with it. He found out. He was like, hey, you know, whatever, dude. You're a cool person. Like, it's not like you fucking did anything shitty. You know, her husband, all the shit that he did. Like, I was like, yeah, I know. I heard. So, me and him are cool. She ended up, uh, you know, realizing that I wasn't changing. So, she ended up hooking up with that dude. They ended up staying together for like five, six years. They had a kid. I don't know what happened. But last I heard after she left that work, um, uh, another coworker of mine knew her and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, she's with some other dude now. They're married. She has another kid. So I'm like, fuck, that's fucking six or seven kids that she has. That's crazy. But, uh, so going back in the circle, the female that I'm having issues with right now at work is that girl's younger sister. So I knew her, like I said before, as a girl that I dated best friend that we used to go party with and shit and, you know, drink and fucking casual, all kind of shit like that. Sorry with random people. And then, uh, a year or two down the road, I ended up dating the same girl's older sister. So, like, I interacted with her more. But like I said, I wasn't attached to her family. I didn't go to, like, her family islands or nothing, so I didn't see her that way. But she, like, kind of threw it out casual real quick. Like, like oh, yeah. Uh, talking about me. She's like, oh, yeah, he fucking is fucking around my sister right now. You know, he's one of those guys. Like, ah. Oh. Like, as if that meant anything. So, Later on down the road, I end up hearing more shit, and then um, from her and another person that I was kind of cool with at the time, she was running her mouth about me, and I was like, what the fuck, like, I've never done anything to her, like, I don't understand this all about, so we've kind of always had, like, this whole weird shit, like, in my head, I was like, yeah, fuck her, like, I don't fucking need to be cool with her, even at work, like, fuck her, she's nothing to me, Um, so that kind of stuck around, now we're back to interacting with each other, because now she's where I'm at, and I'm around her more often. And, uh, at first when I heard about it, I was like, ah, fuck, man, she's gonna probably be fucking stupid and shit, uh, whatever, like, hopefully we both grown, you know, like, I did, I don't give a fuck about her, but, because it's been years now, uh, like, at least six or something, or seven since I was, um, even longer now, since I dated her sister and shit, and even, like I said, like, me and her sister are still cool, last time I saw her, or heard anything about her, she's nothing but good stuff, so I was like, alright, cool, um, yeah, so skip ahead. She's she's cool with me for a bit. We walked, we we saw each other. We're in our same room for a bit. We started bullshitting. Everything was cool. She asked me about my kids. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I asked her about hers and everything was chill. And then all of a sudden, just fucking last week, shit changed. She went back to fucking her old way. Started being fucking a bitch and shit like that. 
And I'm like, dude, it's so fucking petty. Like, what the fuck? What are you getting out of this? Like, I guess real estate, you know, she's fucking occupying my head at work. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But I got kind of over it. And then what's really funny was uh, an issue came up and I just kind of ate it up. Like, all right, cool, whatever. And I guess that was her way of being like, oh, I'm going to fuck with you or something. Nothing happened, so who cares? So I'm kind of just kicking it, but it, it made me fucking think, like, fuck, man, how petty are people when they get older? Like, to me, I understand when I was in my 20s, like, like holding a grudge and, like, fucking being uh, spiteful of shit like that or people, like, where it's like, fuck you, dude, that dude burned me, fuck that motherfucker. Especially my teens. In my teens, I was a fucking piece of shit, man. If you burned me or anybody that mattered to me, I was like, fucking, you're 86 out of my fucking life, dude. I don't even need to want to be around you. I don't need to care or hear anything about you. And if I do hear anything, hopefully it's negative. And as soon as I hear negative shit about it, I'm like, good, fuck that guy or girl. But um, like I said, I outgrew that shit. Now I really don't give a fuck. You know, I kind of hope the best for most people and shit like that. Um, today, I was, I was uh, actually at my main spot. And um, interacting with a bunch of people that I haven't seen it forever, you know, just catching up and show that. And like I said, it's always the coolest shit for me. Like, uh, it's kind of funny because there's, there's some of the guys that have only known me for the last, like, four to five years. And so they kind of only know me as this more mature version of myself where, like, uh, I'm real relaxed. I ask about family and shit like that. And, like, you know, like, if I know that they're married, I'm like, oh, dude, how are you guys doing? Fuck yeah, dude, that's cool as fuck, man. Good to hear shit like that. But then there's people that known me the whole like damn near 20 years that I've been working there that like saw the change. And it's real funny when I talk to them, I'm like, man, what the fuck dude, you guys should have fucking, cause most of these people are older than me. I'm like, yeah, I should have fucking told me to settle down a long ass fucking time ago. Dude, kids are awesome. And it was really funny. Cause one of the guys I've known him forever, like pretty much since the day I worked there. Um, he was like, dude, we all just remember you fucking being wild and fucking crazy. Like whenever we would go out to go drink and shit like that, you would get fucked up. You stay there drinking. You fucking still went to work the next day. Like you had your shit together in your old little chaos way. Dude, you were just fucking having fun. Like, what are we going to tell you? Like, hey man, take care of yourself. It's like, he's all, you never ruined your job. You never fucked up. You never got in a fight while you're drunk. You never did anything stupid like that. I'm like, that's funny dude that they think that. Cause I have gotten fights and all kind of dumb shit when I was drunk, but I guess I was just smart enough never to do that shit around my coworkers. Uh, well, I mean, they're just coworker pipe people, not my friends that happen to be my coworkers. Cause I've talked about this before with my buddy, uh, out in Riverside, we used to get fucking destroyed, man. Like this is a guy that, um, got me into Norcos. Well, I didn't really care for him, but around that time I was huge on codeine. Like I was a codeine fiend. I stopped drinking alcohol and was just fucking with codeine. Like, well, take it back. I didn't stop drinking alcohol. I would only drink when we were at a bar or something like that. But at the house or something like that? Nah, dude, I was on everything else. Codeine, uh, Coke, fucking shrooms. I didn't fuck with weed at the time, which is fucking hilarious. But I guess it makes sense if you think about it. Because if you're doing everything else, what's the point in doing weed? Like, that's just, just going to level you out and square you out. As opposed to, like, I'm all coked up fucking uh, on codeine. So, like, I don't need to eat or nothing like that. I'm coked out just hanging out fucking pretty much trying to hook up with some random there and stuff like that, you know? So, or wherever we went, but if we went out to a bar, yeah, I was drinking beer and like getting thrashed, but that wasn't the focus. The focus is more of like fucking who, like just bullshitting, playing pool, whatever, until some randoms popped up and like I would roll up. And like I said, that was when I was the most confident in my life. Like, cause, um, what ended up happening was after my separation, I pretty much just like, A, had no confidence. Like she cheated on me, you know, how the fuck are you supposed to be like, oh yeah, fucking I won that thing. Like, this is not how that works, you know? So it was kind of like, fuck, what do I do now? And for the longest time, I was just a sad little fucking pathetic dude, you know? 
like in all those dumb movies. It's true. It really did happen. It happened to me at least. And um, two of my buddies, man, were like the best ones. Uh, this one dude, Adrian. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, but last I heard he was all good. And then, <laughs> crazy surprise, this other dude named uh, John. Fuck it, his name's out. Um, who's now a fucking convicted uh, sex offender against a minor and shit like that. Yeah, there you go. But at the time, he was my boy. Like, <laughs> like, I'm serious, like, I'm not saying this, like, oh, fuck yeah, he's a cool dude, nah, fucking, from what I, well, me and him had a fallout years back with his wife, uh, uh, I didn't say anything to her to piss her off, because, I mean, that acknowledges the point, like, if I went off on his wife, he's gonna be like, dude, fuck you, I'm choosing her over you, obviously, like, nah, it wasn't even anything like that, it's just, um, we got into it with this whole issue, and then he ran his mouth to his wife about it, and when we hung out next time, he was cool, he was like, hey, dude, I'm sorry about all that shit, like, alright, cool, and then uh, we stayed out, a few of us, like, there were six or seven of us that were out drinking, doing our thing in the afternoon, and then at night, when we went to another spot near his house, his wife and her friends showed up, and she just started being a bitch to me, and I was, like, drunk enough to, like, just whatever, like, oh, whatever, and it just continued to the point where I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then she ended up having to fucking tell her, like, hey, fucking, we worked it out, it's all good, and she was like, fuck that, I didn't fucking work out nothing, I don't like what the fuck happened, it's like, oh, great, so it's her issue, not my, or his, you know? But, um, yeah, skip ahead. You're, a few years later, I ended up finding out from uh, people that I work with. They're like, hey, do you remember our boy John? I'm like, yeah. Like, did you hear what happened? It's like, no. Because all this shit's online, so I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I still don't care or look up stuff online, really. Like, you know, like I said, I use the internet for, as a tool. I, I use it to look up shit that's interesting to me. And uh, mainly just podcasts is, like, my big thing. I, I, I YouTube and all that shit and streaming services. But the main reason why I use the actual internet, like, my Chrome or, or, uh, or, um, uh, Explorer or anything like that is to look up, like, fucking science stuff, fucking things that interest me about the world and shit like that, or just health, like, that's a big one for me right now and stuff like that, so I'll look into that shit, like, that's my thing, I, I'm, I never cared about TikTok, I really still don't give a fuck about it, um, to me, that's just a kill time, like, that's like a killjoy type shit, uh, like I said, I, when I binge watch a show, it's like two to three hours and I feel fucking instantly like a loser that I sat at a, at a couch watching it that long. Um, which is funny because I recently just took my daughter to see the new avatar and she fucking loved it. Uh, she, my wife showed her the first one. She liked it a lot. So, uh, I was kind of already wanting to see it anyway, just because visually I knew it'd be stunning, you know, and I wanted to see it in 3d. So we got to do that. Uh, my dad's always up for fucking seeing stuff and then taking his granddaughter, which is my daughter, like to go see it. He was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. So we ended up going to an early show in the morning. Um, yeah, 3d fucking cool, man. In 3d, it was well worth it. I mean, I know online, I guess a bunch of people are hating on it, but I don't understand it. Like it's, it's, it's a fucking good, to me, it's better than the first one for sure. Because this one literally is like a war movie. Like the first one was all explanation about what the fuck the avatars are and how to make them and why they made them. And then what, the last, like, 45 minutes is, like, the military part where they're destroying it? This shit continues on, I forget how many fucking years in, in the future. Uh, home dude uh, and his lady end up having a whole family. They have uh, kids. Um, so there's that. He's, uh, you know, a leader of all that. And the humans, or as they call them, the star people, come back to the planet and decide to fucking take over. And, uh, so there's like fight right off the bat, but it, it, it's like I said, visually it's fucking stunning, but the war scene, which is pretty much the last half of the movie, like the last hour and 20 minutes, fucking awesome, man. Like if you change those into like, um, 
just people fighting people would have been a great ass fucking action movie. It's like James Cameron still knows what he's doing, man. There, there's pieces of like uh, Terminator and all kind of his classics in there. It, it's a trip. Like, uh, like it had that style and a lot of the stuff about it. Like, uh, you know, they're always fighting somewhere where it's mechanical and Gillette, uh, or the ends always somewhere mechanical or where something could flip and change. Same kind of shit. So it kind of was intriguing to me about that. But I was tripping because my daughter was all about it. She's had those glasses on the whole time, just sitting there like, whoa. Because it's a native 3D film. It wasn't one that was like actually like, oh, they added all this shit in post to make it look 3D. No, the whole film was filmed with a 3D camera. So like visually, it's actually designed to be watched that way. So I figured, I mean, I'm not going to get 3D anytime or TV anytime soon. So. And movies like that, really big epic movies, need to be seen in theaters. Like, um, I was telling people about Maverick. I think that's the last other movie I saw in theaters. Um, yeah, stunning. Like, it, there's certain movies that need to be seen on a big-ass screen like that. And the thing that I'm missing more and more about theaters is uh, what is kind of interesting to me. Like, I was thinking about it. I was talking to, to some people about it, and, and uh we ended up looking it up. They're like, what was it about movie theaters that's so intriguing to like people nowadays, you know, like that. And it's like, well, you got to remember how was it that we were when we would hear stories like ancestral wise, it was always by a campfire in the dark. That way you visually are attached to the story itself and you have more space to interpret what's being said to you. Just like when you read a book, it's better than watching a movie because you can interpret it your own way. Like everything changes for you. Um, so the theater is the closest attachment to that because it's a completely dark room and the screen is dominant. So the screen is projecting to you exactly what you need to see as opposed to, uh, you know, like when you're home and you're watching a movie, there's all the distractions around you. There's the noises around, there's cars, all stuff. Fucking nowadays, Amazon delivery is probably fucking knocking on your door at some point. Um, your phone, fucking big time distraction. And while you're at home, you can pause it. You can fucking take your time. You can go make something to eat. You can do whatever. So you're not fully entranced in or enthralled in the movie itself you know as opposed to like the complete distraction of having it uh surround you and 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 you're in a place where like you're not the only one there so you kind of got to be quiet you know what i mean so you just literally are watching or listening to this film and it, it was cool like i said uh, uh i enjoyed it my daughter loved it so that was cool um she was all involved she started doing the fucking um the war cry that the female warrior does. She was doing that shit for like the next two days. Like, and she was wrestling and battling with her brother. So, so that was cool. Like I said, I, I'm always trying to have my daughter watch films that like show a strong female, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but I, I talked about this before. Uh, we tried watching that princess movie on Hulu. Fuck. It sucks. Don't even bother. <laughs> like my, even my daughter was not into it after 10 minutes. Once they started talking and the acting became apparent, it was like, oh, it sucks. But uh, I still need to show her Prey, the um, Predator film. And then um, what else would be pretty cool? The older she gets. Like I said, right now, she's only fucking four, man. It's funny. But, uh, yeah, she got real big on a lot of stuff that we were doing. Like for Halloween was like, the, I think the most movies she saw with all of us as a collective family as opposed to like my wife or with her grandparents and shit like that when they watch her. But because all I do is Disney movies with her and like they watch the same ones over and over. But uh, we did Beetlejuice. We did Nightmare Before Christmas. She fucking can re-sing the songs now, like, of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. She's really all about that. I love that she's, like, attached to things like that. She really wants to hear the song. She starts singing it as opposed to just, what's that one song from that one movie? She's like, the song from uh, Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas, this old town of... I just start singing it. And you're like, that's fucking cool, man. 
And then with Beetlejuice, she really liked it. We thought that maybe my son might get scared or something. He's only a year old. Nope, didn't give a fuck, man. He was all about it. He was laughing and shit at funny parts. He's, he's a trip, man. He, he trips me out more than her. Mainly because I think uh, his size is funny. I think I've talked about this before. He's projected to be really short. So, like, I guess because I'm used to her, when she was little, she was she was stretching a lot. You know what I mean? Like, she stretched compared to him big time. Um, but uh, watching his, like, reactions and stuff, I picture him being littler in my head. Like, just looking at him, I'm like, oh, he's barely a year old. But, no, he's almost two, like, pretty soon. What, in March? Yeah, it's another two months. He'll be two, but he looks like a, like, barely, like, a year and, like, a few months old, like, height-wise. Attitude, and he can run, and he can jump, shit like that. Like, yeah, obviously, he's not one years old. There's no one-year-olds to do that shit, but, um, but, yeah, if you just look at him from, like, behind, just him standing up, he looks like, he has a body of, like, a year and, like, like, a 14 to 16-month-old or something like that. Uh, so that's a trip, but, yeah, um, I, I, like I said, I, I just trip out on all that. And then, um, the other thing that's been going on is uh me and the wife have been finding time to like get together to watch shit and like it's really funny because we don't really like a lot of the same things like i like um deep like thought-provoking stuff like that or like things that kind of linger with you or story involved stuff and she's more of a type of person that just likes watching like a series just to watch it like oh yeah i want to see this whole character slowly but she'll walk out of the room while she's watching tv and like come back and just, like, as if nothing happened. I'm like, there's nothing important? She's like, I don't know. The fucking, I'll figure it out later. I'm like, damn, the shows that I watch, you can't do that shit. <laughs> so, I, I trade like that. That's our two things. But lately, we, we really got into, like, a lot of the crime drama type stuff and, like, murder mysteries, which is hilarious because I know that mainly the people that listen to that, like, especially, like, podcast-wise, like, is majority women. I've always been intrigued by murder and shit like that. I don't know why. I think growing up, uh, it's not like, oh, I'm fucking sick, I want to fucking do it, no, I don't, no interest at all in that, what it was, always was, is I, and I think I fucked up in life, is I should have went into, uh, like, criminal justice or something like that, and went into, like, um, like, uh, you know, like, CSI type work, because, like, none of that stuff bothers me, I'm never disgusted by shit, like, when I hear, like, how, like, a horrible, tragic story, I'm never like, oh my god, how could somebody, I'm just like, fuck, dude, people are crazy, but I just kind of let it roll off, it doesn't, linger with me and the one thing i always trip whenever i watch like shows about cops and stuff like that is where they're always like who, who do i talk to i can't go home and talk to my wife about that and if i do then i'm reacting it's like yeah don't fucking tell them shit i don't tell my wife shit and i'm on a low level when it comes to like security or like or like police work type shit i'm at the bottom of that and like yeah i still see and hear horrible shit but i don't tell my wife that shit like what what is what is she gonna get out of it like oh my god i'm scared like yeah well it didn't happen to us so don't worry about it the only thing that I think that I bring home about it is, like, it bothers me when I hear about, like, like thefts or something like that. And it's always, like, when I talk to the victim, I'm like, hey, so what happened? They're like, well, they broke my window. It's like, okay, well, what did they take? Like, well, my bag was there and all that stuff. I'm like, your bag or, like, your purse? So like, yeah, my purse. Okay, what was in it? Well, you know, a wallet and it had some money and, like, a gift and this thing. I'm like, wait. And it was just right here on the front seat? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, and... Like, look around at the cars. Like, I don't tell them that, but I'm looking at all the cars around their car. And I'm like, none of these cars have anything exposed. That's why that person stole from your car. Like, they saw an opportunity and they fucking went for it. Well, it, it's intriguing to me and trips me the fuck out how stupid, like, victims are sometimes. Like, they have a victim mentality of setting themselves into, like, a trap where it's like, 
you asked for this kind of without whether or not you know it or not you put yourself in a situation where you ended up becoming a victim like you gotta realize every little thing you do like i'm not trying to tell people to be paranoid or like oh yeah fuck man i gotta start thinking more no but it should be a natural thing like pay attention to what you do like like okay um this is a weird little story back in the day me and a bunch of my co-workers this is back during those times when i was getting all drunk and fucking hanging out with my boys and shit like that. so we went to a bar actually a brewery uh, hit up some, some, uh, randoms from work and shit like that, had them come, had them bring their friends, like, you know, everybody's kind of hooking up and shit like that, the people that are going to stay out and keep drinking, so we ended up deciding we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, this is back when it was, like, still legit, as opposed to now, where it's, like, fucking shit, but anyway, so we go, we go to Wild Wings, we're drinking, we're fucking, I convinced the girl that ended up, I ended up dating for a while, but, uh, she was an alcoholic, full-fledged, like, and she was young, too, she was only, like, 20. She was a fucking alky, like, bad. Uh, convinced her to bring her big purse. We fucking bought a big old bottle of Jack, the 1.75. Um, we got, uh, I think some, like, what the fuck was it? The, the Honey Jack. Um, somebody brought, like, rum, a flask, all kind of shit. So there's, like, fuck, I think there's, like, at least 15 or 16 of us. By the end of the night, like, more of us showed up. And, like, they ended up giving us a, they gave us a back patio. And uh, the tables nearby, we ended up just kind of bunching those up and, like, taking all those tables as well. So we're all hanging out, just drinking, you know, all ordering, like, sodas. And then we're just fucking pouring our drinks into the fucking cups when they're not paying attention. Because we're outside now, so we fucking keep pouring. Um, getting fucked up and shit like that. And, uh, fuck, where the hell is this story going? <laughs> oh, there we go, okay. So, some of our buddies, because we're at, near a mall out in Rancho. Um, if you guys know the area out here in, in the IE Rancho Cucamonga, there's the, the water, Waterman Garden, uh, Victoria Gardens. And, um, nearby across the street on south of that, there's like a loop. There's a total wine, total spirit or something like that, wine. And then across there's Buffalo Wild Wings. That's the wings I'm talking about. We're at, we're at that Buffalo. And, uh, some of our buddies went with their actual girlfriends or ladies, you know, like, like if they're married and shit like that, but mostly just girlfriends, like the ones that were, of, of my buddies and she had and our friends, the ones that had couples, they went to the mall first, bought, because this is around Christmas time, they bought gifts and shit like that, came over, met up with us, they parked the car in the front, they ended up getting lucky, like, and getting some nice spots, but, like, out of four of them, only one or two of them put their shit in the trunk, like you normally should, when you buy fucking things and you're not going straight home, put things in the trunk, you'll learn why, like, common person probably goes, yeah, I know why. But if you're stupid and you're like, I don't understand that. I was leaving in the back seat or on the floor or like in the front seat. Okay, here's why you shouldn't do that. So anyway, we go and get drunk. Everybody's coming out, hanging out and show that. Um, maybe 30, 40 minutes after they show up. And most of us have already been there for like an hour. You know, we're just drinking, just ordering everything and show that. Just fucking hanging out pretty much. Uh, one of the people from Wild Wings comes out. And, like, she's like, did you guys have a, this kind of car? And we're, uh, I don't. Like, so I'm like, oh, no. And then one of our guys, yeah, why? What, what color? And they're like, is it blue or whatever? They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, somebody's broke into your car right in front of everybody. Because this wild wings used to get busy, man. And, like, the front, you're just sitting in the door. So, so people saw the robbery actually happen. Some guy is rolled up in a car, drove around the circle. One of them, I guess, was on foot, walked around, kind of saw what cars he wanted. Figured it all out. And smashed and grabbed, man. Smashed the fucking window. Grabbed all these bags of gifts. Ran into the car. Fucking threw it in there. And another guy smashed another fucking car. Grabbed those gifts and ran off. I think they ended up taking like 
two to three cars worth of shit. Two of those cars were my buddies, and they had their shit in the front seat on the fucking passenger seat, like just sitting up there, like arms reached. So once he broke the window, they could just fucking grab it. So these dudes came up and stole all kind of shit. And that's where the lesson is for those that didn't understand it. Yeah, like don't fucking be set to be a victim. Don't set yourself up for that shit. Like be smart. Like give the the thief or whatever one more thing they have to do to steal from you. Because they're always going to go after the easiest fucking target. That's the way thieves and criminals work. They don't go after like, oh, I know this guy has a bunch of money, so I'm going to, you know, unlock his car, break into it, pop his trunk, and jump. Fuck no, man. They'd rather go for a guarantee of like, there's a purse, there's a wallet, there's something in there. Break a window and fucking grab that shit and book it out. Because that's their whole thing. Their, their thing isn't to fucking stick around and fucking look for what's the best. They're just trying to get something, grab off, and get the fuck out of there. Because the longer they're there, the more likely they're going to get caught. So little shit like that, like, uh, that's what I think I carry home with, with me, and I'll tell my wife every now and then when, like, I go outside, or I or I move her car, and, like, there's a bunch of shit in the front seat. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I never had time to take it outside, you know, I brought the kids in, and then I'm like, fucking tell me, then I'll go get it. Like, don't be stupid and leave shit out. Because, like, I mean, at least my neighborhood, surprisingly, is, like, really fucking good, man. Like, uh, like I said, I, I think it's just, it's so funny, because literally two blocks west of me, like, shit gets fucking crazy. And then it's, like, as if this imaginary street line matters to where, like, nobody fucking does anything stupid over here. And it's funny because, like, two blocks down from me, behind me, there's, like, fucking carjackings and fucking robberies and all kind of shit all the fucking time. But on my street, I think the last real issue we had was, uh, was, uh, burglary, but it was a family person that did it. It was a druggie that fucking did it to his own family. And that's down the street, like, all the way down. I, I know, like... His parents are old as fuck. He's a fucking heroin addict. He's a junkie. His mom tries to be cool. I, I don't know if I ever brought him up here, but I, I want to say I have years back. This is back when me and uh, uh, Powers, who at the time was sassy. Maybe we talked about it on Booze and Dudes or some shit like that. But uh, when me and him used to go running and shit all fucked up in the mornings, we would walk down that street or coming back up, actually. And I would tell him, he's like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, dude, dude's a fucking junkie and his fucking mom. Like, wants to help him out, but his dad won't trust him in the house, so he just lives in his car outside in the fucking street. And, yeah, I guess uh, he ended up robbing him at one point. He fucking broke a window to make it look like it wasn't him. Fucking got into the house, grabbed a bunch of shit, and took off. And he was gone for, like, two weeks. And then, uh, next thing I know, I see his car's back, and he got ar- he got arrested by the sheriff. And I hit up the neighbor who's a family friend of my dad's, actually. And he kind of told me the whole story. He's like, yeah, dude, fucking turns out he's the one who broke into the house, like. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, she, the, the lady, because we're really cool with them, told us, like, yeah, somebody broke into our house. Like, be careful, you know? Like, somebody broke into the house and grabbed a few things from our living room and went out the door. And he's like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe that shit happened here, you know? Like, because, like I said, I've never really had problems on the street, ever. And um, not even uh, porch pirates, you know? Nobody even steals Amazon boxes. Like, we have Amazon boxes all the time out here, and nobody steals shit. Like, so, it's good. I mean, like I said... When you have a good neighborhood and good neighbors and you're cool with you, that changes a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, that, that frustrates me. And it even goes even further back. When I first bought my house, uh, fuck, it'll be almost 15 years now. Dude, that's crazy. Um, yeah, when I first bought my house, uh, when I would have parties here all the time getting all fucked up. My brother and my sister-in-law uh, spent the night here, passed out, and uh, they left their their Arcadia, which at the time was like only a year old, 
with the front windows down. I think the doors were unlocked. A laptop, an iPad, uh, an old iPhone, all kind of, well, at the time it was brand new, but all that shit in the fucking front seat just exposed and nobody stole shit, dude. It's like, fuck. That's when I kind of was like, oh shit, we live in a good neighborhood. Um, but yeah, a uh, little stuff like that. I don't know, it just shits me out. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a shorter episode than this one I'm at right now. 32 minutes? Alright, cool. I mean, for an update, this is pretty cool. It has a little focal point and everything. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, I feel bad. I keep saying I'm going to do new episodes and I have stuff listed, but I just don't seem to have the time. Like, most of the time when on my days off now, I'm like, one-on-one with my kid. He's not taking naps as long as he used to. But all that shit's changing soon, man. He's going to be in daycare. So that'll be fucking kind of cool. I'm actually going to have days off. And then uh, I normally don't do New Year's resolutions, but I'm thinking this year I, I just need to get in better shape. I need to fucking work out. I mean, I, I for what I think I do is nothing compared to what I'm used to doing. I'm not trying to get back to fucking that level, but now that I'm older, I mean, like I said, I'm fucking damn near 40. Uh, I need to change that shit, man. I need to fucking step it up and start fucking doing like how I used to, man. I used to be able to run like six miles in like an hour and so like, down the street from my house to uh close by uh bucks's house there's applebee's over there i used to fucking run from my house over there meet up with a friend drink a few beers and then get a ride with them or have them drop me off about halfway and then i run the rest of it back i can't do that i tried doing that uh fuck how long ago was it man it was a handful of months back uh my wife ended up having to take my my son and everything else like to the doctor and all kind of shit she was like well we're just gonna be out all day you got a free day i was like all right cool I ended up dressing up in the morning, stretched, did my little shit, drank some fucking, uh, you know, like, protein water, all kind of shit. I was like, all right, cool. I, just, I don't need to fucking eat or nothing. I should be good. Fucking went for that run, and, dude, I made it. Like, I did the fucking six mile or whatever, six plus something, whatever fuck it is. But, dude, I was fucking done. It's crazy, because I used to do that shit, no problem. And, like, kind of be able to run back and, like, be good. Fuck no, I was fucking done when I went over there. And then turned around, came back. I felt all shitty. And I, I almost called her, my wife, and be like, hey, what are you doing? Are you at your grandma's? Like, fucking come get me. And I call my parents and shit. And be like, hey, you guys out and about? Like, come get me. But nah, I was like, nah, fuck it, man. I fucked up. This is my fucking suffering. I got, I deserve it, I guess. I set myself up for this shit. So the next time I went running, I just stayed pretty much within a mile of my house always. And just did like one way, little one mile run like came back around in a circle came back to the house like nah, I still run ran another fucking mile in the opposite direction came back around so I did like three miles maybe that day like or maybe even almost four but like even then I was like man I feel fucking like shit in the sense of like that I I can't do this like and, and that day I wasn't even huffing or puffing crazy I was just like man dude fuck like really I'm tired like this sucks I used to I hate running don't get me wrong like running is the dumbest exercise in the world to me like full cardio like that shit that shit sucks but i hated it so much that i was like back in the day i decided like oh that's the one thing i gotta get good at then because i could lift weights and do little shit like that. i just i'm one of those people that got into that uh, i think they call it negative lifting where like you don't do the full press lift you do the part in the middle over and over repetition wise that way you're actually getting the strength but your muscles don't tear and get big because like it's not that i fucking don't care to get big i just think it's goofy looking but I'd rather be lean. I like being lean and toned as opposed to like being like swole. I don't know. Was, uh, I've always felt that way. Uh, like even when I got at my fattest and then I decided to work out and get like in shape, 
I didn't feel good being like kind of big. I felt like it was weird, like bulky. I felt slower and shit. Like that. It was weird. And I'm like, I'm a little person, so it's kind of like, I feel like I'm a little my ass, I'm five nine. But yeah, like I'm little in the sense of like I have a small frame, so it's like, oh, fuck, it, I'll just stay toned and shit. I rather just stay toned and like actually in shape as opposed to like build muscle big and shit. Like, there's no point. It would probably look goofy on me. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably go back to that. Like I said probably get back down to like a good 160 or something like that like set and like fucking saw because i mean right now I'm, i think i'm at like 168 or something like that but i mean like i said i'm fat dude i got a fucking little gut uh and muscle weighs more than fat people that fucking are trying to figure out like oh what how are you gonna get yeah so i mean i'll lean i'll lose the weight of the fat part but i'll fucking transfer it back over to like you know fucking muscle and tone so like yeah i'll probably be like maybe 160 165 or something like that by the end of it but initially i'll probably lose majority like weight wise like five to six pounds or something like that so like i said I'm, I'm just guessing like going down from like what i think i weigh right now 168 which i probably don't uh down to like 160 162 or something like that. and then from there build it up and just kind of get all framed up but yeah so that'll be my whole new year thing that and then the house uh just a bunch of little shit i want to do like uh like the backyard, I'm gonna fucking try to do some shit out there. Me and the wife, I got her on it too. Um, not a garden, but like planting more trees and stuff, planting them across. Uh, we clipped one that, like, you know, as long as you know what you're doing, you can keep it continuing to sprout and add new trees as opposed to just like cut the branch. So we did that, got those to sprout while well, this rain first was starting, you know, so that was cool. And then we planted them out in little sides of the house. So hopefully, with this rain continuing and the little sun, like, they're actually going to grow out, and that would be pretty cool. So not really in a hurry. Um, but, yeah, the other reason, too, to get in shape is, like I said, my kids are little, man. Like, I'm not uh, – I wasn't smart, you know, had my kids earlier where, like, you know, now they'd be, like, 8 or 9 or 10 or something. Like they're fucking little still. So I can't be that guy that just because I'm 40, like, oh, hey, my back hurts. Like, I'm tired. Like, nah, man, my kids aren't going to accept that shit. They're going to be like, come on, run, let's play, let's play. So it's like, all right, cool, I can fucking do this shit. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing. That's really it. Um, Drinking-wise, I mean, I've been doing really good. Uh, Fuck it, I'm just going to have a drink now tonight. Fuck it. It's my Friday. Finished it. I'm home now. Relax. Kids aren't here. I mean, I'm not going to get drunk. Just have some drinks. Oh, shit. That's that's one of the things that we missed. That's another reason probably why you haven't heard anything, like a STD or anything like that. Uh, Bucks. Um from the Bucks effect, who's also going to be bringing back Boozin' Dudes, which, I mean, hopefully that shit will be fucking kill. I, 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 he's talk, I think he's talking about doing it in his video. I don't fucking see the point of that, but, I mean, just Boozin' Dudes, when, when it's the four of us as Boozin' Dudes, as opposed to, like, Bucks effect. Bucks effect, it seems like, uh, at least on my end, I'm like, yeah, I gotta kind of, like, leave it alone and wait for everybody else to fucking jump in, and then I'll turn it, but with, with Boozin' Dudes, like, I don't know, it just seemed like it was more of, like, a group thing than it was uh, somebody's show in particular, so I'm hoping that shit will kind of go back and we can kind of do it as, like, a fucking host thing of, like, all of our crazy mentalities type shit, because I said, if you think about it, that's kind of where it is. Like, Bucks is the one that's into, like, you know, paranormal stuff and uh, news, current news and shit like that and, like, things that are trending and stuff like that, and then uh, um, just on my own thing of fucking all the random stupid thoughts that I have going on in my head, uh, with STD, me and, uh, 
DK kind of focused on like sexual shit, a lot of taboo things. We're gonna go probably more in depth on taboo things, at least on my end. I don't know what ideas uh, DK's got spouting, but I've been coming up with a few for that. Uh, hopefully, we get some more guests on that show because that I th- I like those the most. Like uh, don't get me wrong, like me and DK had a good start so far, but I think we're kind of getting to the point where it's like, all right, well, are we talking about our own shit more or like other things? But whenever we have a guest, it's kind of cool because at least they kind of lead it through and then we just kind of expand on that because, you know, most of the guests that he's invited on, like, there's something to them, you know, they have a niche or they're, they're into, like, a kink or something that kind of is not, what would you say? Yeah, niche, you know, something that's, like, not everybody's into or not enough people know all about it and shit. So just to get some insight in that, that's really cool. Uh, and then you got Powers, who's... Um, you know, into conspiracy theories, into fucking politics big time, social thought, like, he's real big on that, and I love that, dude, like I said, I, um, I've, I've thought about being on that show more than, uh, other ones and stuff like that, like, I would, I would love to be, like, a little, like, co-host or something to that shit, because, uh, that shit's cool, like I said, it, it's funny, because that's the most free-roaming one, I guess, technically, like, we kind of go all over the place, he's had a whole episode on tacos, or nachos, <laughs> and then, He's also had some on, like, you know, uh, on, on, like, presidential thoughts and, like, the way society is and shit like that. So that's really cool. So, like, like I said, we, our network's kind of getting big in, in the right ways, I think. Um, Martin, technically still on there, but, I mean, who knows where that's going to be. Um, hopefully he gets back and uh, starts doing that stuff again. If he, or he can, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, see where all this stuff goes. Like I said, the network's still there, everybody. We're, we're trying to figure ourselves out and stuff like that still slowly but surely uh but yeah this year should be kind of cool i mean i don't know how much of it i'll be involved in because i'm changing time wise i'll be working graveyard most of the time that's when these guys are hanging out but i will have weekends off so i mean if we end up doing anything on a saturday or sunday like i'll be in on those and i'll just jump in so i mean that will probably more than likely give me more chance to do just straight sgrs so i mean you're listening to this that's that's what we're on but are we <laughs> that's what i'm on uh so yeah um there will be more um uh, again sorry again for the long delay and shit like that um i got some ideas and then i'll probably go back into the uh, age gap series i'll do a second part for teenage we should close that out and then the real cool part comes up like it's, unless you guys think those are the best but to me the more compelling one is going to be the next one which is uh 19 to 25 yeah 1925 that was like a big part of my life as much as i keep saying that about all the other ones like when i was fucking preteen like that was a big part of my life that's where i set my standard yeah that's true and then in my teenage years that's where i i set my default status at like when i got single again uh after my separation so that like that is what i went back to i was like well let me go back to my old high school mentality that worked for me then but the things that I learned from 19 to 24 kind of concreted a, a part of me to where, like, that's what I think of or see as, like, a great time. And I, something needs, if for something to make me happy or anything like that, it needs to be at least at that standard. Like, that's my new standard. And then the next grouping after that will be uh, 26 to 32 or something, probably like or five or six years. And that'll be, like, when I started to settle down. And like, uh, kind of become the guy that I am now and pretty much, well, fuck, how many years have we been doing losing dudes? Probably like around that time. 
So you'll kind of hear all that shit, and then that'll be like the age gap's pretty much there. I'm not gonna do this gap time because who fucking cares? It's just about me having kids and stuff. Like I've talked about that already enough. But uh, yeah, I, I think this next grouping of uh, of 19 to 24 or 26 will be like the bigger fucking like to me that that that'll probably be multiple episodes as well as like right now this teenage episode will probably be this part two and that'll be it. But uh, the next ones will probably be three, maybe even four parts. Because, like, that one deals with a lot of shit, like, and not just on my end, like, shit that happened around me. Like, uh, uh, you know, like, like, uh, like I said, I, I saw, like, the worst parts of, of shit around at, during that time. The worst and best. I mean, don't get me wrong, there was happy moments and everything was great, too. But that was me and my worst and also shit around me. Like, I was around so much bad shit that I allowed myself to be around things that I knew were going to head worse and downhill real fast and I was around for that time and like I saw it you know what I mean and a lot of that shit like if I could do it again like yeah I probably wouldn't you know but I learned a lot from it and like that's what I've always said like anything negative that happens to you hopefully you learn a lesson from it don't just think of shit and dwell on it as it's a bad thing like oh my god it's the worst thing that ever happened it's like okay cool well what are you going to do to make sure that never happens again learn that lesson, like, your life's a test, like, just fucking figure it out, in the end, you'll get fucking a decent score to where you're, where you're, when you're dead, you fucking feel decent about it, you know, you don't want to, well, ideally, you want to feel great, but, uh, hopefully, you, you die on that positive end, not the negative of, like, I've just been waiting for death, fuck that, man, if that shit ever happened to me, I'm fucking ending it, I'll walk in front of a bus, or, or jump off a safari trip where lions are, like, there's no point, like, you know what I mean, but, um, the one thing you can plan for your own death but uh yeah it's funny i won't talk about like talking about dying and i'm gonna end it with i love a rainy night <laughs> all right everybody <laughs> thanks for listening until next time i promise i'll be back soon Sunny day.